Vince Quinn with you on 94 WIP. If you want to join the show, 215-592-9494. It is the final out sponsored by Strategic Tax Resolution. Have a tax problem, they have a resolution. Visit strategictaxresolution.com. And with that being said, let's go to the editing director of Phillies Nation, and he's with Radio.com at Sports as well. He covers the Phillies. Tim Kelly's on the show. What's up, Tim? Talk to you, man. Hey, yeah, it's great to talk to you, too. I mean, obviously the circumstances are not so great, and I guess, Tim, just to get your, your offhand reaction to the game that we just saw right here as the Phillies fall 3-1. to one. Yeah, I mean, there, there's no hyperbole in saying I, I don't think I've ever seen a bullpen have this bad of a start to the season. And you look at these two games, Aaron Nola and Zach Wheeler were both really good. Aaron Nola, this is one of the best starts he's ever had against a, a completely loaded lineup. Aaron Judge, DJ LeMahieu, John Carlos Stanton, and that's not what we're talking about. And even in the first game, Bryce Harper had a big game. JT Real Muto had a big game. There's so much it feels like we should be talking about, and yet the takeaway is the bullpen has just been a disaster to this point. Well, yeah, and that's the thing. It feels like every single game, because here's the thing that's so frustrating, Tim, is they put up 11 runs in that first game. They're up by eight in the seventh inning, and the bullpen gives up enough runs that you have to put Neris in that first game. Like, how big was that that failure that Neris had to go in in the first one? Well, because he had to go in the, in the, in the first one, Joe Girardi said that's why he didn't end up pitching the seventh inning in the second game. Now, we can have a debate about whether he should have come back out to pitch in that second game regardless, but you handed Austin Davis and then ultimately Trevor Kelly right after that an 11-3 to lead to work with, and they couldn't hold the job done. I mean, Joe Girardi was practically putting in the lineup for the next game uh, while when he put Austin Davis in this game because you felt like it was mop-up duty, and all of a sudden you look up, Aaron Judge puts one in the seats. Thank God Angel Hernandez made a terrible call, strike three when Trevor Kelly was in the game, but because you had to bring Hector Neris into that game, Joe Girardi said that is why he didn't pitch in the second one. And again, there can be a debate about whether he should have anyway, but Hector Neris cannot be the only pitcher that you trust in your bullpen. Well, yeah, and that's a great point. And we're talking with Tim Kelly of, of Radio.com Sports and Phillies Nation. So uh, let me ask you about this, Tim. Like, Tommy Hunter, I mean, what do you, what can you honestly expect from him this year? Is, is he like everybody else in the bullpen these days? That's a good question because yesterday he looked really good. And then today he comes in and you had a decent feeling. I even thought after those first two hits, okay, you gave up a single. You're not letting John Carlos Santon take you out of the park, but eventually – you have to get out, and I, I think it has gotten to the point now where, and again, these were only seven inning games. You didn't even have to play all nine innings. Where Hector Neris and Jose Alvarez are the only two you trust. A day ago, you thought you trusted Tommy Hunter, not so much now. Adam Morgan actually was great today when he came in, so maybe he's back to being a guy that you trust now. But I mean, I cover the team, and I'm having trouble after six days keeping track of who's coming into these games for Joe Girardi and essentially blowing them every single time. Bob Winkle, our friend from Crossing Broad, made this point. Even bad bullpens don't blow every single game they come into. Well, yeah, and that's the thing. Every single game, when you can't relax on an 11-3 to lead in the last inning of a game, I mean, this is a terrible situation. I guess, Tim, and this is one of the things that everybody's asking, right, is where do you lay the responsibility for the bullpen? Where does that go? I think it has to be on the front office. I mean, we can have a debate about how Joe Girardi has used the bullpen to this point, and maybe I would have used things differently in a few different spots. But ultimately, 
it goes back to this point. You cannot have a bullpen in 2020 where only one or two guys can consistently get outs for you. Now, I think Matt Klintak massively upgraded the bench this offseason, and we've seen that pay off with Neil Walker at a hit today, Jay Bruce, who we acquired last year. So there's some spots on the team that he has upgraded, and I, I definitely would cop to the fact that when the Phillies first hired Matt Klintak, the goal was not to build a World Series caliber bullpen but pretty much any route they've gone over the last three years where you've tried to get back to contention and therefore build a playoff caliber bullpen, it has not worked. It certainly hasn't. And now you're looking at this, and, and it's so early into a season. It's six games into a season, and it seems like you're panicking, Tim. I know a lot of Phillies fans are panicking. I mean, if this is going to get any better, let's say this is the bottom of the barrel. I mean, how much better can it actually get? Well, I think you're just due for some positive regression. Even the Mets, who had a disastrous bullpen last year, and to a degree it seems that's carried over this year, they'll have some games where they're able to make it through. And, I I mean, I guess that's all you can hope for. The other thing that's really come into my mind lately is, do the Phillies consider using Spencer Howard out of the bullpen when he comes up? Now, it would create a lot of problems for you if you wanted to move him back into the rotation next year because he wouldn't get enough innings to really be built up at all. But at this point, if you're a team that's really trying to make the playoffs, and if the Phillies don't make the playoffs with eight teams from the National League going, uh, I I just can't imagine something not changing. Uh, I think you have to weigh the option of potentially using Spencer Howard out of the bullpen. It's still probably not the route I would go, but you have to look at what you've seen so far this season and feel a sense of desperation because otherwise, who are you bringing up? I mean, Joe Girardi said it the other day, when someone asks him, okay, do you think about bringing somebody different up from AAA? Who are you bringing up? I mean, there's just not options right now. And maybe he, the bullpen should be managed differently. Maybe Hector Nares should come into the game earlier. But eventually, some of these other guys beyond Hector Nares and Jose Alvarez need to be able to consistently get out. Yeah, and, and they can't do that right now. And the only thing I can think about as well is trying to think of additions here. I mean, one, when is David Robertson due to be back? And two, is there any chance that you could see the Phillies making a deal for a reliever at the deadline? David Robertson, I asked Joe Girardi about this early in summer camp, and he essentially said it's a good question. He's at a good place right now, and we'll see what happens. So, I mean, that's kind of a situation where you hope for the best, but I I wouldn't bank on it. Maybe he's back the final couple weeks of the season, and that would be a shot in the arm for you. But again, it's not something you can bank on. Obviously, you have burned banking on Sir Anthony Dominguez staying healthy this year. And yeah, maybe you make an addition before the August 31st trade deadline. You have to get to that point and feel like you have some ability to contend beyond just making the playoffs because they're essentially letting everyone in the playoffs this year. And then it comes down to what are you giving up to go get a a relief pitcher that's really going to make an impact. I think beyond once you get beyond Spencer Howard and Alec Boehm, you're not going to trade Mick Abel, who you just drafted. You're not going to trade Bryson Stott, who you drafted last year. And after that, things really thin out. So, yeah, I think they'll probably make some external moves. And maybe you catch lightning in a bottle the way the Phillies have in the past with guys like J.C. Romero. But the idea that you're going to go out there now and trade for like Josh Hader or something like that, it's just I don't think it's in the cards. Yeah, and, and I I don't blame you. I mean, it just it doesn't look good here for the Phillies, man. And Tim, I appreciate you giving us a couple of minutes. Tim Kelly, Phillies Nation and Radio.com Sports. Thanks so much, Tim. Awesome. Thanks, Vince. Yeah, appreciate it. So.